The growth of electric vehicles have gotten a lot of people excited. Buildout is being pulled forward because of consumer demand. One example, we work with General Motors. They unveiled their new Silverado, the electric vehicle, the first edition. It sold out in 12 minutes. But it's gotten environmentalists torn. Think about it. The important materials for the batteries in your phones, laptops, and more importantly, your future electric cars are typically composed of lithium, nickel, and even cobalt. Most of the world's supply of cobalt comes from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Workers here face dangerous conditions mining the valuable mineral. Where we've been covering the child labor being used. It, it's truly disturbing. If you've paid any attention to how these materials are extracted, it is plagued with issues like pollution and safety. Palawan a stunning tropical island in the Philippines. But 300 miles south of its pristine beaches, a giant swath of Palawan's rainforest was destroyed decades ago, making way for one of the world's largest nickel mines, Rio Tuba. It will cause landslides during the rainy season and contaminate the water. In our last episode, we talked about how major companies are turning towards electrification, which means we may have an even bigger problem in the future. A stark reminder that even clean energy comes with an environmental cost. But as we've learned from our research, there are many entrepreneurs working on cleaning up the supply chains. For the largest lithium battery recycler in North America today, we have 41 battery supply customers. These are the largest EV and battery manufacturers globally, taking a variety of thousands of tons of lithium batteries per year in, making product and returning that back to the supply chain. Really is the urban mining, if you will, of those critical materials, nickel, lithium, uh, cobalt, and much more, to be the largest domestic producer of those materials from a secondary source. And also working towards the closed-loop recycling system. In a nutshell, closed-loop recycling is a process where the product is used, recycled, and then made into a new product, which reduces or even eliminates landfill. This is once-in-a-generation shift, right? I call it the clean industrial revolution. There would be about 2.6 million tons of lithium-ion batteries available for recycling by 2030. Today on Things of Change podcast, we're going to talk to you about the issues around the battery supply chain that powers the electric vehicle revolution and how entrepreneurs are coming together to recycle your batteries. Welcome to the Battery Series, where we cover puzzling questions around the battery industry from an outsider's perspective. And we've learned a few things that might shock you. If you had known how important the technology economy was 20 years ago, would you have done things differently? The internet, cell phones, the cloud, and data. Things have changed, and we're here to talk about it. Hi, I'm Jed. Hi, I'm Shikhar. Welcome to Things Have Changed, your new economics and technology podcast. As we spoke last week about the supply chain of batteries, right? And how it's going to be hard trying to meet that crazy demand that's that's um, coming up all over the world. You know, 2030, it's right. going to be such a huge demand. How do we keep up, right? So one thing is obviously we need to do... Uh, figure out better sources, alternate sources, and so on. But what's the reality of things right now? Right now, there's a lot of, there are many conversations regarding how environmentally friendly 
is this whole process itself, right? We are touting yeah. this new paradigm, new electrified uh, future to be net zero, right? Net zero, we want to get there. Well, that's great because battery is a, a great, great product to store energy. But how do we get the batteries, right? That actually involves quite a bit of pollution and leaves a significant environmental impact. You mean uh, like mining and yeah, stuff? Mining, mining is the, rough. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of feels like it's undoing all the good that batteries are doing, you know? So I bet people will find technologies, will get there. Um, people will find better ways to do it. But right now, just take lithium, for example, right? It, it's the resources needed to just mine lithium, like ridiculous numbers, right? It takes 500,000 gallons of water hmm. to convert. That is, let me do the math here, 2,273,000 liters wow. of water. Dude, I'm Boy, more of a liter really guy. Really good at math. Wow. Okay. <laughs> really I'm more good. of a liter kind of guy. But it takes yeah. almost like more, more than 2 million liters of water to mine one ton of lithium. So these God, numbers are so staggering. And you know, is all, it truly sustainable? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so even in on the oil and gas, petro, 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 petroleum um, mining and acquisition from the ground, that is a that is a terrible thing on the planet, right? As you can imagine. Uh, but they have found improvements over years, over what, 100 years that we've been doing this, right? Uh, taking oil from the earth. We have found easier, more cleaner ways to do it. Um, it's, yeah. not a, it's, it's still super dirty, but technology kind of gets there. But right now, I mean, there are some examples of the the salt mine salt flats in Chile, which is a large yeah. lithium producer in the world, one of the biggest, right? Where the lithium mining has been linked to uh, vegetation loss and temperature increase and drought. So yeah, it's not all good news, you know? Yeah. It's it's toxic for for the environment when these spill yeah. or it's mishandled and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you think about it, nickel, for example, my native uh, country, the Philippines, is is one of the bigger sources of nickel in the world, right? And we have this beautiful area. If you ever been to the Philippines, uh, you have to go here. It's the beaches. Okay, so there's this portion of the Philippines that's called Palawan, beautiful place, island. I took my American friends there, loved it. Um, there was a huge project underway to um, mine more nickel in this same area that was such a beautifully preserved area of the Philippines. Um, and it was met with a lot of protest. Similar to the lithium mines that they're starting in California slash Nevada, um, where we see that we can mine enough or produce enough to possibly supply the United States. Right, That's a huge opportunity if we tap into it. But it's going to be met with protesters, people who want to preserve the environment, which is counterintuitive. This is the stuff that we're investing in. 
for moving towards sustainability and it's not there yet but there there is the potential watch out for this kind of take on the electrified future to to kind of rise you know there is uh we are seeing these pollution um impacts of pollution via mining lithium mining and other rare earth mining uh, across the world like you know tibet um what uh, there is a something called the south american lithium triangle uh i don't know if you've heard that jet basically it covers it's a triangle yeah. around argentina 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 bolivia and chile and more than yeah. half of the world's lithium comes from there yeah. and <laughs> it's one of the driest places on the world so imagine you need two what was the stat 2.2 million liters of water for one ton of lithium so yes it has a huge impact on local farmers and communities and the whole region's water so how can we solve this issue what's what's happening to what's what's going on uh to try to figure this out yeah i mean if you can't make the mining better right or the production better or replace the chemistry that we need one solution that's been offered up and you know a lot of great entrepreneurs behind it already is is recycling um it's a ridiculous amount of car batteries are about to be made right so previous episode we just talked about how much we saw in the super bowl of these uh, legacy car companies investing in electric and you know putting out commercials in electric there's a lot of electric cars that are about to be made in the next couple of years you know and one such source to avoid well maybe not avoid but to also feed some of the demand that's going to be there in the next 5 to 10 years is recycling and um you know there's a lot of huge companies behind the recycling effort already like as it pertains to Tesla X um CTO I think it was JB Stauber um started this company called Redwood uh Big one. Redwood Materials Big one. yeah huge in California so i mean they're mostly working with companies to recycle X car batteries like Tesla obviously X CTO of Tesla um and you know make those into reusable um minerals right like there's a lot of what's in a used battery that you can reuse again in fact lithium cobalt um and nickel are some of the things that you can re-recycle in in an electric electric vehicle battery right so there's opportunity there too although it's not a lot i don't know what the stat is but i don't think we're recycling a lot of our lithium ion batteries at the moment yeah it's it's quite low and i think um what was it 5% Five percent. Yeah, five five percent. Think yeah. about that. We invented this stuff in the nineties. You know, <laughs> lithium batteries and everything. What yeah, does not have a lithium batteries. battery? Yeah. If you have a screen, it has yeah. a lithium battery. <laughs> I uh, mean, what's crazy is you think about. I mean, I don't know if you've heard about the stories, right? We, I think we talked about this last time. The Samsung notes bro, blown up. You are it super anti Samsung. Get out of no, it! I'm, mean, I'm, dude, I'm vetoing this. I'm vetoing this conversation. Samsung. Two episodes in a row, you've brought up <laughs> the note. A failed technology. No, it's it's honestly a lithium ion uh, type failure, right? It's actually, that's actually what it's known for. It's something that blows up, right? Like, I don't know how many videos you've seen of this, Shikar, but you know those um, videos where you see a fire that's running and these people are trying to put it out and it's not coming out? That was bizarre to me. I was like, damn, that's magic. 
You know what I mean? But that's yeah. literally just a lithium ion battery overheating. Yeah. You can't stop the fire. That's ridiculous, bro. And and so that's one of the big things, right? Everyone says, okay, you know, recycling is cool. Um, why why don't we just recycle the metals? Well, I said this in the previous episode, and f- mainly I said that to lure you in into the next episode. Okay. And now I give you the truth. <laughs> no, 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 just kidding. <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> so. The companies making these batteries are not going to reveal their secrets. So they have, they try to mask what they've done. So they make it hard for you to actually take out the lithium from the battery. You know, so it's very hard. It's like layers and layers. And is it even, are you even able to do it, right? And that's been one of the issues within these recycling plants where they find found it really hard to dismantle lithium-ion cells from the batteries itself. Um, And you mentioned fires. There are fires because of that, because they haven't been able to do it safely. like Drain the lithium. Yes, take out the lithium properly. Right now, the cells are shredded, and it creates a mixture of um, metals, which is then, you know, separated. Yeah, I'm, and one technique to do that is actually yeah. burning. So that, you can see how that could yeah. potentially be an issue because, you know, <laughs> uh, not only are you burning the material because it's, it's wastage now, you can't use that lithium, right? But like automakers have started seeing battery-related fires, you know? So it's it's not as easy as... Just, hey, let's recycle the metals. Apart from the gas, obviously, a, an ice car right now, you can ne- recycle 95% of the parts because it's a lot of metals, right? It's just a lot of metals that they have in there. So it, it, it's just a crazy contrast, you know? Like they're recycling a lot of a lot of the ice cars and they're, they're not able to recycle a lot of the, the EVs yet. Yeah, think about like 1940. If you said, hey, uh, Mr. Ford, uh, you're pumping out all these Model Ts. Go out and recycle them. Mr. Ford's <laughs> probably going to call a few people and have you thrown into prison or something. Yeah. Uh, You'll be he crazy. Had, yeah, he had so It'll much power It'll be like the climate then. conspiracists <laughs> yeah. against the oil giants, right? Yeah. Like, He's taking our jobs. Exist. He's a crazy guy. <laughs> but, you know, for this net zero future, battery recycling is essential. We cannot reach Absolutely. net zero because... Without it, the lithium demand would exceed known reserves on the planet by 2050. It's pretty close if you think about it. Bro, it's like 30 all, years. All of what we have on this, we know. All that we know that we have on this earth. You would be barely um, an old person, right? 30 plus and, you can, and that's 60. not sustainable, right? Like yeah. Even we just talked about pollution before this. If we were to do that as the full-blown approach to meet demand, it's going to cause a lot of pollution. It can't be met by just mining. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think it's fascinating that um, the idea around this technique is, you know, the circular economy. Yeah. Where the use case is the, the Tesla Gigafactory, right? If this actually becomes full circle and they're able to have um, many EVs and many Teslas at the end of their useful life. What they want to do is also recycle within those gigafactories where they create the batteries, 
right? I mean, that would make a lot of sense because within that circular economy, you produce it there, but the raw materials that you need to produce the next set can come from recycled materials. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not all doom and gloom. There's um, firstly, I mean, China is yeah. the biggest manufacturer for batteries and yeah, they have also figured out a better recycling strategy than most con- yeah. com- uh, most countries. Right I thought now. you were, you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say they're the biggest producers, but they're also the biggest recyclers. Yeah. But anyway, they are, right? They are. They are the biggest recyclers. They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so hopefully there are more, you know, uh, more governments across the world take action with regards to this. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple uh, companies up and coming. You mentioned Redwood Mati- Materials, which starting in California is big on this, right? Uh, there's another one, um, Lee Cycle, uh, and it's Canadian and they're the biggest recyclers for lithium ion batteries in North America. So very cool. Shout see. out to Canada. Yeah, Love you out. guys. <laughs> but no, I mean, so there are several labs that are doing this. So hopefully we are yeah. closer. It's not, I think the net good is still there. There's, there's a net good here. And, um, if we figure figure this out, you know, it'll be a game changer for energy storage. All of us uh, have been seeing the recent headlines and how oil is such a is such an important asset to the globe, right? So, just prying ourselves out of that uh, reliance by having the ability to store energy is crucial for us to take the next step in um evolution i think um yeah one thing you guys can do um is actually participate in the space you know it's some it's something that we as a consumer you as a consumer can help evolve as well so right you have old electronics you have old phones old rechargeable batteries get them recycled I'm looking at you, Jed, because you left <laughs> just a note. So both of us live together and he left a whole giant freaking trunk of <laughs> electronics. And it was I my job to go to Best Buy and drop it and separate it. Dude, I, you have dude, all you those, have no I had excuse. memory cards in there with you some have no, crazy stuff, dude. You have no <laughs> excuse, dude. You so Consumers, people, listeners out there, THC listeners, don't be like Jed. <laughs> if you have old electronics, tape. If you have old batteries, tape both ends, uh, just, you know, electrical tape, and go and drop it at Best Buy, and they will recycle it for you. And you'll get credit, uh, free money. Home Depot. Yeah, too. Home Depot They give too. credit, yeah. But yeah, I mean, all of us can be part of this. And the more invested we are, in making this exciting technology circular, recyclable, you know, the better it is. Yeah, exactly. And you, you, you don't have to just think about getting the credits. You know, you can think about if you're doing this, you're alleviating some of the mining that has to happen. So if you even just think about cobalt, you know, and how that's tied to a lot of um, child labor, right? And a lot of human rights abuses. So yeah, in this episode, we... We kind of wanted to point out not just the success stories within batteries, um, something that we've been pointing out uh, in the first and second episode, but also the the deficiencies when it comes to pollution, uh, because that's basically what we're trying to 
fight here, combat here with electrification and net zero emissions. So it's still early days. There are some really exciting companies um, coming up and who knows, you know, five, six, 10 years from now, these new startups will become to, will be to battery recycling as Tesla was to electric vehicles. Yeah. So we talked a lot about the exciting things happening in the space and, you know, what makes it kind of dangerous. <laughs> um, in our next episode, we're going to talk about what nations and institutions are doing um, to incentivize or to accelerate our move towards um, a real circular economy. Also, uh, we have moved to a more season-based um, episode uh, strategy just because, you know, we, Jed and I, we spend quite a lot of time um, breaking down these these topics and we always record the stuff that you listen to, our listeners, it's a tenth of what we actually produce because we want it to be <laughs> digestible. So we wanted to make, uh, kind of provide all the different angles to a story so that you have the whole picture and not just one side. And so right. you'll be seeing a lot more um, seasonal um, episode releases and uh, narratives. So if you guys are interested in us doing a bit more research in any industry that you're interested in, say, I don't know, um, the F1. Gaming. Gaming. <laughs> uh, Formula One. Uh, you know, all of that. Anything to do with tech and the digital economy, let us know. Just hit us up on thingshavechangedpodcast.com and yeah, we'll try to answer all your questions. Hey, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Battery Series here at Things Have Changed Podcast. If you like what we're doing, go ahead and visit us at thingshavechangedpodcast.com and go to the Contact Us button. Let us know how we're doing so far and what you'd like to see in the future. We hope you like the show. And as always, stay curious.